This episode is supported by FX's Clipped, the scandalous story of the 2014 Clippers owner's racist remarks captured on tape and heard around the world. The series charts the tape's impact on a dysfunctional basketball organization striving to win against their reputation as the most cursed team in the league. Starring Lawrence Fishburne, Jackie Weaver, Cleopatra Coleman, and Ed O'Neill. FX's Clipped, streaming June 4th, only on Hulu. Ooh, welcome into the PHNX Daily Bet Show brought to you by the one and only DraftKings Sportsbook app, America's top-rated sportsbook app. Don't forget to hit that like button and subscribe wherever you get your podcast. Leave that five-star review. I'm Shane Diefenbach, joined by a new guy, Hunter Brownstein, king of the UFC. How we doing? Wonderful, my boy. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah, I'm stoked. I'm fired up. Um, it seems like it's been a long time coming for an Nganu fight. Um, what did you say before the show? He hits like what? Um, his punch is, he hits as hard as a Ford Escort hitting somebody at full speed. <laughs> Does it have to be a Ford Escort? Um, I, yeah, I mean, that's, that, that was, was an, the, that's an actual stat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh Daniel my God. White said that at a press conference not too long ago. <laughs> uh, before we get into our picks, general excitement thoughts on this card and anything underrated to look forward to. Um, unfortunately, this is not a stacked card by any means. Uh, you look at like UFC 268, mm-hmm. which was Usman Covington to a Madison Square Garden from top to bottom. There were intriguing fights, even from the early prelims. Mm-hmm. It's it's not really the case with UFC 270 from the bottom up. It's a little bit underwhelming as far as the undercard goes. But, you know, the main event certainly makes up for that. It's one of the most highly anticipated uh, heavyweight championship matchups in UFC history. Mm-hmm. Um, and I definitely think that uh, that compensates for the underwhelming undercard. So the line movement that's been happening, uh, Ngannou opened up as the favorite, right? Or it was like it was. I think Ghana was or Ghana was minus one fifteen, and Ngannou was minus one hundred five, I believe. And it's only moved toward Ghana. Uh, and at one point, I want to say Ngannou was plus like one thirty five. Yeah. Why is that happening? Is it because he's? It's a new guy. He's hot. Ten and zero. Yeah, well, you know, this, there's a, a storyline behind Ghana and Ganu. They trained at the same gym in Paris. They were sparring partners. Um, but I think the line movement uh, could be explained by Gan's uh, very unique, rare skill. You you don't you, we've never seen a heavyweight move like Gan moves. Mm-hmm. He moves like a middleweight. He's so light on his feet. Uh, he's very very good at striking from the outside. And you don't really see a lot of guys that are 265 pounds yeah. who can move like him. Um, you you look at Nganu and where he lacks in terms of technical skill, uh, he compensates with that uncanny power that we you know we just yeah. talked about. Still, so you wouldn't be surprised by any means to see Gan dominate this fight. No, yeah, absolutely. We talked about this a little bit before the show started, but in terms of what the outcome could be, it's pretty much a coin flip, you know, mm-hmm. between Nganu's Nganu's power and Gan's technical skill. Uh, it's it's one of the toughest decisions uh, as far as betting that for sure. I've had to make. Well, you made your coin flip, and it landed on Nganu's head. Yeah. Um, so we'll get into your picks, your favorite money line picks for um, tonight. Why don't you go ahead and explain these, Mr. Brownstein? So we're going to go from the bottom up here. Uh, the first one I like is Saeed Nurmagomedov. Uh, unfortunately, no relation to uh, former lightweight champion Habib Nurmagomedov. 
Uh, Saeed Nurmagomedov is going up against Cody Stamen, um, who is, you know, pretty well known in the bantamweight division. It's a 135 pound matchup. Uh, Stamen has been a, a, you know, a staple in the bantamweight division for some time. You know, he's been in the top 15. He's fought worthy contenders, but uh, he has seen a, a recent skid. He's on a two fight losing streak uh, where, you know, Nurmagomedov has won eight of his last nine. And by the looks of it, uh, and also from how it's been promoted, it looks like it's going to be a coming out party of sorts. Um, you know, Nurmagomedov is skilled in the wrestling department, but he's also, you know, he's got good hands. Uh, and for that reason, I am going to go Nurmagomedov at minus 195. Stamen was plus 165. And I actually flipped from Stamen to Nurmagomedov after doing a little bit, a uh, little bit of deep digging. Um, moving on to my next money line pick that I like. Brandon Moreno, one of the most likable champions so in the UFC fun. right now. Yeah, yeah. Huge Lego guy. Mm-hmm. Massive Lego really? guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Huh. Huge Lego guy. I love watching the the flyweight and just just seeing small men throw their bodies like that. Yeah. Well, you know, <laughs> something that's interesting about the flyweight division is you you don't see anyone, you know, f- move as fast as as those little guys, you mm-hmm. know. Um, and Moreno and Figueredo, his opponent, uh, are well acquainted. This is gonna be their third fight. Um, the, their first one was razor thin, so close that it went to a draw. Uh, they had a subsequent rematch at UFC 263, which actually took place down the street here Mm -hmm. in Arizona. Uh, and Moreno won by submission. Um, it was a very dominant performance. People didn't expect that. Mm -hmm. Uh, and you know, they, they have to run it back a third time. What's the Lego stuff? He's just super into Legos, man. (laughs) Like he he had a I saw a picture from a couple weeks ago where he had a, a full Lego belt. Uh, he has like that's an, pretty sweet. An entire room full. So of So I've seen like accessories for Legos. How do they maneuver with your body? It's like how does that? You're asking the wrong guy. <laughs> yeah, you're, you're, so you're not a Lego yeah, guy. I'm, yeah, I mean I'm not, I I like Legos. <laughs> I, I respect the Lego grind if that's what you do. But uh, yeah, I mean I think that's a question that yeah. that'd be good to ask. Maybe Marino. we can ask right yeah, now. If we can uh, hit the press conference or something yeah. afterwards. Yeah. Uh, and then the last one was in Ganu money line. Yeah, man. Just, so so like I said, like this was such a tough decision. I. I told you this before, but like I, I literally lost hours of sleep trying to figure out, am I going to go gone or am I going to go in Ganu? Like I said, it's it's a coin flip, you know. Um, the appeal for me behind going with Ganu is the plus money. Uh, since UFC 74, which was like approximately 15 years ago, mm-hmm. uh, you know, undisputed heavyweight title favorites are 10 and 10. So, you know, yeah. the, the history backs up the rationale behind the indecision mm-hmm. um and yeah the, i mean uh very recently at ufc 269 which was dustin poirier versus charles Oliveira for the ufc lightweight title big Oliveira guy right here yeah 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 you must you made some good money oh, then. yeah uh you know Oliveira was a favorite mm-hmm. or excuse me he was an underdog yeah. you know so taking plus money on him was the smart move and Maybe i take him by submission too. yeah i take who by submission i took uh uh i took him by submission in that fight against poirier there you go yeah i actually put money on poirier so Sorry, buddy. good job and tisk tisk towards me. <laughs> um, but yeah, man, the the plus money toward Nganu is is what is making me, you know. What's uh, what it, it hasn't gone done anything to do with his hair? Is he back to black? Back to black, yeah. And he was he. It looked like you know he was changed my pick. It now. looked like he was losing a little bit of it in his last fight with Miocic at uh, UFC 260. But it's it's back you fight in Miocic. You kind of go back in time though. What'd you say? Anytime you fight Miocic, you get a little bit older. Yeah, one hundred percent. Um. 
Yeah, what a performance yeah. by Ngannou too. That was ex- exceptional. But yeah, I got yeah. Uh, Francis. I, mean, I think he's plus one twenty-five. Yeah, now. just like Oliveira, I need a blonde-haired guy, and, and I don't know if I can bet on Ngannou now. But my pick tonight is Ngannou. But you need the bleach blonde if we're yeah. talking about Oliveira. Yeah, yeah, and the glasses. Yeah. I love when Oliveira walks in and he looks like a lawyer. Oh, yeah. just awesome. Not to get too sidetracked, just a little <laughs> fun fact. Oliveira has such bad eyesight that he wears his glasses all the way up to the octagon, uh-huh. takes them off, and you're not allowed to wear contacts when you're fighting in the UFC. Really? Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah, so he, has sense, to, he wears his prescription glasses all the way up to when he walks in, and then he says when he fights, he sees three people, and he aims toward the middle when he throws strikes. I would be fucked in the UFC if that was the case. That's, yeah. I, I can't. I, I, I'm legally blind. I have negative four and a half vision. No, that'd be brutal. Mm-hmm. That'd be awful. That's crazy. I didn't know that. That's a fun tidbit. Uh, well, I got the same two as you um, in terms of the the belt fights. But um, juicy little money line, uh, Fialo, plus 225. What do you think about that? Yeah, man. No, I like that pick. He's going against Michelle Pajera, who is one of the most exciting fighters in the UFC is, you know, far as showmanship and just very unique movements and, and strikes that he throws. But he's lost 11 fights in his career. Fialo's lost three and he's on a four fight knockout streak. All of his wins have come by knockout and all of that four fight winning streak has started in 2021, you know? So he's staying active. And uh, I definitely think that that's a good sleeper pick. I'm honestly a little jealous. Well, you can, you can hop on the train on the DraftKings Sportsbook app if you feel so inclined. Um, you said that the in terms of from the bottom up, this card isn't super exciting, but we've seen cards like this just have the most insane undercards before, like so many knockouts, so many highlights. Do you think this is, has potential to do that? Yeah, no, that's actually a great point, and I honestly haven't really thought about that, but it, it it's funny you say that because – you know, a lot of those underwhelming cards wind up having the most exciting yeah. fights, the most finishes, etc. So, uh, you know, I as as if you're going by history, you know, it should be an exciting night despite the yeah. lack of name value. Well, one thing I love to do, and one of my favorite things about betting on the UFC is you're literally screaming at people to brutalize each other in the ring, um, and betting on props that they have on the DraftKings sportsbook app, like by KO submission, whatever you want to see. Um, if you feel like you're back in ancient Roman times and you're yelling at gladiators, um, and they have props like that available all the time on the DraftKings Sportsbook app, and we'll get to some of yours in a bit. But if you are expecting a bloody undercard and you're expecting some highlight finishes, you can bet on that and put some skin behind it on the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Um, it's safe, it's secure, it's reliable. And man, just going through this app right now, um, it's so that they have specials. Um, you know, they craft parlays for you. You can bet on the, the card itself. You can bet there, there's going to be a draw on the card at plus 700. Um, you can bet on any fight to finish in the first minute of the first round. Um, so you can really do whatever you want. And that's just not with the UFC. That's with everything on the DraftKings Sportsbook app. You get some football today, um, which we'll get to at the end of the show because we have to talk about football. It's, Uh-oh. A, it's a divisional round. It's obligatory. Um, but yeah, download it today. Use that promo code PHNX when you sign up. And as we talked about football, you can bet just $5 and get 56 to 1 odds if you're a new customer and you sign up on any divisional game this week. You bet $5, get $280 in free bets if the money line that you placed wins. Um, this week, only the DraftKings Sportsbook app, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. It's 21-plus, Arizona-only gambling problem. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP. New customers only. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for more details. Well, we talked about the opportunity to see some knockouts and the opportunity to see some submissions. And if you think that, you can put some money behind it. And you 
brought some to the table. So which one do you want to start with first? Which method of victory do you want to start with first? Oh, that's a tricky one. Why don't we why don't we go knockouts, huh? Okay. So in the Yangani one? Yeah. Well, you know, two that are yeah, 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 right. Okay. So yeah, Anganu by KO at plus one fifty. That seems like a steal to me, obviously, yeah. if the fight goes in that direction. Nganu is okay. So yeah, this is the reason why I like this so much because Nganu, if if Gon gets out of the third round, even like the second round, like it's almost over. Like Gon's going to win the fight. So I feel like the smart decision isn't to take their money lines, and this is to take either of these. Yeah, no, that's a that's a great observation. Uh, Maybe gone by knockout because I could see that happening. But other than that, no. yeah, that that's actually a good observation. If Francis gets tired or if he gasses out, the last time we saw him go five rounds was a unanimous decision loss to Steve Miocic mm-hmm. the first time they fought in 2018. But yeah, we we have not seen Francis fight a five round fight. In fact, his last five fights have lasted a total of eight minutes. Five of those. <laughs> Or, you know, a, a, a solid majority of those being his last fight against Stipe Miocic, which went into the last minute of the mm-hmm. second round. Um, but, yeah, man, I mean, it, you know, 12 of his 16 victories have come by way of knockout. And, Brutal you know, knockouts. your take as far as, you know, taking the, you know, Nganu by KO rather than the money line. Yeah. That's, you know, you know, that's a smart like, move. Nganu's not going to submit this man. Right. He's not. Go, it's not going to go the distance. Right. Uh, I'd be he, interested he, to see the odds on Nganu by submission. You'd probably be able to pay off your house mortgage. Yeah, l- 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 I'm going to try to pull that up. Uh, while I'm looking for that, we'll get into um, your next fight methods. Uh, right, right, right. So, we, yeah, okay. So, yeah, Moreno by submission at plus 275. Like I said, you know, less than a year ago in last June, Moreno submitted Figueredo to win the flyweight belt. I think that's a smart move. Um, that would definitely be a smart play. And at plus 275, that was a, a you know, a little bit of an eyebrow raiser to me, considering that's how he won their mm-hmm. last fight against the same opponent. Um, but more importantly, I don't see Moreno winning this by knockout. You know, uh, if he wins, he's either gonna win, in my opinion, by decision or submission. Mm-hmm. Uh, so as you can see with both of those, I would I'd take Moreno by sub at plus two seventy-five, and I also like Moreno by decision at plus two fifteen. And then in that same fight. Um, you got both of these to hedge, right? Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, you know, I I personally don't think uh, Figgy is gonna pull this off. I I think he's gonna you know take another L at the hands of the Lego God. But <laughs> uh, if if you if you are leaning towards Figueredo, which isn't you know a, a terrible decision, yeah. um, and you want him to win by decision, I think plus three fifty are great odds. Uh, and in the same light of you know, me not thinking Moreno can win this by knockout. He's either going to win by submission or decision. I think Figueredo only, you know, his only paths to victory are by decision or by KO. Enter Figueredo by KO at plus 550, which was very surprising to me. You, you would get a, a wonderful return mm-hmm. if you took that. Yeah, uh, after after Clover Teixeira killed me, um, when, when was that like him versus Jan UFC 267? No, it was before that. It was like it was on it was on a fight night card, I think. And it he, he was like my he was like plus 600 or something. And I threw my house on the other guy who was like minus 200. I forget who he was fighting. You remember who it was? No, but it was it, ever since that. No pick is a bad pick in sports betting in general. It was probably Tiago Santos. Uh, yeah, I think it was. Yeah, um, no pick is a bad pick unless you're betting against the if you, unless you're live betting against the Suns in the third quarter, then don't do that because you're going to get hurt in the fourth. Um, that's the only bad sports betting pick you can make maybe in ganu by submission that might be a bad one but you can get that at plus 2200 right now in the drafting sportsbook i've been plus 1200 for him to win by decision neither of which i could see happening in 
any sense, but we've seen weirder things. Yeah, yeah. And despite our, you know, uh, for lack of a better term, trashing of Nganu's submission skills, <laughs> we have seen Nganu win by submission in the octagon. Yeah. He, he fought Anthony Hamilton a long, long time yeah. ago. I think it was 2016. But he won by uh, Kimura um, in 13 seconds, you know. Wow. So the the submission skills are there it's just been overshadowed by his yeah, ridiculous no power yeah exactly the only the only thing like the only way i could see it actually happening is if he knocks out gone and then gone tries to get back up and he puts him in a like a chokehold for fun yeah. like that's yeah, the, yeah, yeah. that's the only way um i see it happening um and then uh we have some parlays to go to i don't think we have any more methods yeah th- that was the last method of victory any advice to people that want to create their own um kind of hedging of method of victories like that uh, or any props um uh, yeah, you know what that's so tough because the the odds vary so much yeah. so i think as far as like you know when it comes to hedging you really have to be scientific with yeah. it um but you know the only advice i would give is advice that i take myself every time i lay uh, some money down which is follow your heart yeah and don't be sad when your heart tells you the wrong thing. Yeah. Uh, well, actually, you can be sad a little bit. Oh, don't you be can mad. definitely be sad. But yeah, don't be upset with yourself. Yeah. You, know, you, know, you know what you signed up for. Um, and don't be upset if you place a three-leg parlay that results in plus 1,300 odds like I have for you um, guys tonight. Um, I got Nganu by KO, uh, Moreno by Submission, which we talked about both. Yep. And then Nermagomedov Moneyline. You can get that at plus 1318. That's pretty nutty, Sportsbook app. Uh you know, the the farthest one away is the Moreno by submission because that's not a shoe in by any means. Um, him to win the fight is not a lock. Um, and then getting it by submission is not a lock. And Ganu, it's not, you know, anything for sure. Nothing is for certain in this. But, you know, three just three legs. I mean, usually to get those odds, you got to do something crazy. I don't feel like this is the most insane. No, no, not at all. I, I like I said, you know, before we went on and you told me about that, I like I said, I was a little jelly. Uh, at at those juicy odds with only three legs that's you, you know you're you're hard pressed to to get a three leg parlay with those kind of yeah odds. and that parlay followed by yours makes you look a little bit insane yeah, uh, yeah here yeah, you go sure. you can describe all of this in all its glory <laughs> mr brownstein okay guys so this was the hardest graphic i've ever had to make i know i know it's so hard we actually had to abbreviate one of the last names due to the, the sheer length of it so going from the bottom up k hansen versus jasmine jesu devisius nice i tried i practiced shane can attest to this. yeah i practiced so hard mm-hmm. to not botch that last i don't name. think you did Good. Well, I appreciate that because I don't think I'm going to repeat it. Uh, <laughs> so I got that going the distance, going to decision. Both fighters, uh, Jessu Devisius nice. has had her I last. I think that got better. Yeah, thank you, man. <laughs> I appreciate it. We're practicing. Um, you know, uh, Jasmine Jessu Devisius, <laughs> uh, her last three fights have come by way of decision. Um, and, you know, I think a lot of what we're going to see in that fight is Hanson uh try and go to the ground with Jesu Devisius. Um but you know she's got great takedown defense and uh I think that it's gonna go the the distance 15 minutes. Next up we have Juarez versus Demopolis going to decision as well. Um followed by Stamen versus Nurmagomedov going to decision. We talked about that money line mm-hmm. pick earlier. Uh both have wrestling foundations um and as a result I don't see you know some wild knockout occurring uh although it can happen and i hope it doesn't uh and then follow that up with moreno money line and Nganu money line for plus 978 
Love it. Lot, yes, lot, lot to get done. The thing that is the worst about placing a parlay like this in the UFC, like the decision ones, especially like in football or basketball, like you, like nothing. One of the worst things to happen in basketball is Mike Breen saying bang for the other team after that you that, against you that you bet on um, after they hit a huge three. And then like, you know, like a Mahomes 80 yard touchdown when you bet on the other team to cover like that hurts. But seeing a human being get knocked out. And you're like this. The, the parlay is over. Like it's it's disappointing. It's it's so sad. Yeah, it, it, I think MMA is one of the toughest sports to gamble on because you know ev- everybody has a puncher's chance. Mm-hmm. So even if there's some guy who is like minus six hundred and you have him in like a seven leg parlay or something like that, if that dude gets hit the wrong way, all of the momentum mm-hmm. goes down the toilet. You know. It's just such a great sport to bet on, especially when you're in like a public setting. Like I remember I was in Vegas for that um, McGregor Poirier card and it was the same card where um, Sean O'Malley was piecing up that green haired guy. What was his name? Uh, Chris Moutinho. Oh my God. And I remember I was with some people that had um, O'Malley by knockout. One of their parlays, they were like, go to sleep, mm. go to sleep. Yeah. Well, thank God that, uh, her, I mean, for their sake, that thank they God called that it. Herb Dean stopped that. Yeah. yeah. I think with 30 seconds in the, the third goat. round. Yeah. Who's your favorite? My favorite ref. Yeah. It's gotta be no nonsense. <laughs> Peterson, baby. You know, the only referee in the game that has there a is nickname. No nonsense. Yeah. There's none. And if there's any going yeah. on, any horseplay, he stops don't tolerate it. Yeah. yeah. 100%. Uh, do, you, do you have a favorite ref? <sighs> I think it's just Herb. I mean, I, I don't know. I feel bad because now, like, I, I feel like I'm there's some nonsense coming out of me it's right now. It's hard to pick favorites, yeah, man. It's you know? hard. It's, I don't know if you I ever wish seen... there were props on refs. Oh, that would be so sick. It'd be so electric. Uh, there's this dude, not to not to go into a rabbit hole of referee, <laughs> MMA referees, but there's this dude, Mike Beltran. He's got, like, five, like five feet worth of mustache. <laughs> wow. It's oh, yeah, I have seen him. Yeah, yeah. he's legendary. Um, all right, well, before we get out of here, um, just a reminder, we do some great stuff over at our website, gophnx.com. Um, make sure to sign up and join the members-only Discord where you can talk to me and everybody else at the PHNX family. Um, you get articles dropping every day. You get some sweet merch deals if you're a member. Um, I believe right now there's a deal of the week going on for the Coyotes. So you can get your first month for just 50 cents or you can get an annual, annual membership for just under 60 bucks. You get a free T-shirt with that as well. So don't miss out on all of the stuff that we have going on at gophnx.com and the phnxlocker.com. Um, final thing. There is football today. Titans, Bengals kicks off in a couple hours. And then Niners, Packers later during the day. And I heard you say something disgusting when we Mm -hmm. were walking in the office. You said Niners money line. Yes, sir. I did. No. Should I? Do you want me to explain myself? Sure, but it's not going to sway me. What happened the last time the Niners went into Lambeau? It is. In the playoffs, what happened the last time the Niners went into Lambeau? They won. They won. With Jimmy, I I know sometimes Jimmy G is he's a stinker. I know, yeah. I mean, he's he's thirty five and eighteen, or you know, something along that that yeah. record. You know what I mean? Like the dude wins games Shanahan despite his is. his heinous play. Yeah, Shanahan's sure. Shanahan's thirty five and eighteen. It's like McVay and Goff. Yeah, I get that. I get that. Nonetheless, Shanahan is you know one and zero in the playoffs in Lambo on the stomping grounds. Shanahan and Lafleur boys, you know. And uh, I, I honestly think that that plays into the mental game as as far as those two. I would definitely hammer Niners money line plus one ninety. I mean, 
come on. It's gross. It's gross. That was the deep and lock was the Packers minus five and a half, as you saw on our Instagram page of PHNX underscore sports. Um, so I don't appreciate that. One thing that's not being talked about, though, that I feel like is really underrated topic in this game, two of the best looking coaches in the NFL. Certainly. Yeah. Great haircuts. as yeah. well. LaFleur is like. He could do something else. He could he could go ahead and be a model. You think so? Oh, yeah. Great I don't know if he's dude. tall enough. You got to be like a certain you got to be like he can as be a, tall as you can be a, to go be a, he model. Can be a sitting model. A sitting model? Mm-hmm. Is that a thing? I I don't know, man. That's what, you, that's what you said. You said be. a sitting um, model. And then prediction for Derrick Henry's return. You think he eclipses 100 yards today? Uh, are you yeah. Jo- I mean, you, like, I feel like you're Joe Shiesty all the way, aren't you? I'm Joe. Yeah, uh, absolutely. I would definitely. So we're completely different. Yeah, 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 for sure. Okay. I, I mean, I just, I love this Bengals team. You know what I mean? I they have such an exciting They're just setting offense. up for disappointment. Jamar Chase. There were so many people, uh, you know, ahead of last year's draft that were like acting like the Bengals wouldn't have an offensive tackle mm-hmm. in the game if they didn't draft Panay Sewell. Yeah. And it's like, you know what I mean? It made perfect sense. You draft the dude's favorite. It was getting a little scary team. when he was saying, there's no lines on the ball. I can't catch it. Yeah. <laughs> I thought he was going to be a bust. That, that was, was definitely sketchy. And I actually drafted T Higgins ahead of uh, Jamar mm-hmm. Chase because he said that. Yeah. And, you know, it, it bit me in the bottom. Bro, yep, exactly. Um, well, yeah, as we said, if you want to make any picks on those games on the DraftKings Sportsbook app and you haven't signed up, use the promo code PHNX. That's just $5 on any divisional game this weekend. Um, get $280 in free bets. I hit a Super Bowl 56, get 56 to 1 odds. Um, been a pleasure, Hunter. Thanks for joining. Likewise, my um, boy. Thank us. you so much for having me. Yeah. This um, is wonderful. PHNX Daily Bets live every Monday through Friday, but we did a little extra on Saturday um, today, which hopefully there will be more in the future for UFC or anything alike, um, and maybe some golf bets coming in soon. So, Ooh. guys, every day, Monday through Friday, right here on the PHNX Sports YouTube channel. You can follow me on Twitter at Shane D. If you can follow Hunter on Twitter at Brownstee. Four E's. Four E's. Um, okay. Yeah, four E's. Brownstee. Four E's. Yeah. You can follow the show on Twitter at PHNX underscore bets, um, and we'll be back to give you some review of the weekend and some probably NBA picks come Monday at noon. Again, we are here every Monday through Friday at noon. Peace.